What superhero do you relate to most? I'm so curious. Why? Each of us has our own innate nuclear power. It's God-given. And yet, we're all out here wondering, searching, forgetting, and suppressing. I know I was. It's okay. No judgments here. But I am going to get real. As a life and career coach, it's kind of my job. And you chose the show, so no one is forcing you. But the force is real. And the question I really want to ask is, what's your superpower? I'm Sharon Davenport. I've been called a real-life Wonder Woman. This show is designed to activate you alongside other superheroes. It's time that you arise, put your cape on, and fly. Welcome, friends. It's so great to have you join us again today. And today's session is going to be fabulous with our spectacular guest. I cannot wait for you to meet. Her name is Angela Beller. And Angela helps women with trauma and abuse backgrounds so that they can take their lives to the next level and achieve more than they've ever dreamed before. Using the fab you less model, they're able to access their faith, abundance, and blessings by learning to be their truest self. They gain awareness of what they want less of in life and achieve what they want more of as well. They also realize that when it's less about themselves and more about him, they are empowered to become servant leaders with the ability to influence uh, the world around them with positive, intentional change in their bodies, their minds, and their spirit. Angela is a top 100 leader, leading industry marketer in the field of health and wellness, a certified John Maxwell coach, speaker, and trainer, a registered nurse for 17 years, an overcomer of in interpersonal violence, chronic illness, and trauma. She is amazing. She inspires uh, and, and equips women to understand their worth and value in all stages of life. She's also a military spouse of 20 plus years and during both wartime and peacetime deployments, a mother of four and a yaya uh, of two precious grandchildren. Angela has built multiple six-figure businesses as an entrepreneur and a coach of, of a team of over 3,000 for the last three years. Her strength obviously comes from her faith and resilience um, on God's guidance, Have her, having you know overcome trauma and interpersonal violence and chronic illness herself. She's committed her life to inspiring and equipping women to move beyond their circumstances and understand their true identity through understanding and receiving the promises of God. She gives them actual steps to enter the presence of God where where they are rescued, redeemed, and restored. She leads by, leads by example and lives by the motto, more serving, less selling. She shares her story of hope and healing on numerous platforms from the stage to uh, intimate healing retreats. She is touching so many lives and you can hear her on Spotify as well on Apple. Um, and you can hear about her story of hope and healing. And I am so excited for you to meet Angela today. So without further ado, thank you so much for being here with us today, Angela. Hey, babe, I'm so glad to be here with you. I've been looking forward to this. 
Me too. Me too. Angela and I met a couple months ago. It was instant connection. Uh, she, I couldn't wait to have her on my podcast so you guys could meet her too. She has such a beautiful heart and spirit and just makes you want to like be around her always. So Angela, I, I want to just dive right in and ask you the question that I ask everybody when they come on here. So who is your favorite superhero and why? So although I don't go by this superhero, she is my all-time favorite and it's Wonder Woman. Similar to you, you and I have so much in common and, you know, I've faced a lot of difficult things in my life and I've had to be a strong woman. And even when I watch the movie Wonder Woman, I'm like, yeah, let's do this thing. Right? <laughs> like, we got this. So she's definitely my favorite. Excuse me. I love that. And I apologize. Just getting over COVID and, um, you know, still kind of have a little bit of scratchiness in my throat. Those of you that are listening and watching. And I'm sure everyone understands. I had the same situation <laughs> about three weeks ago, so I get it. Yes. And, and um, amazing. I've had the opportunity to talk to some amazing people today and it's, it's like wearing, but I'm so excited to have you here. And yes, Wonder Woman, when you're watching the movie, I mean, how can you not get excited as she's like, especially when she's going up on that, the first one where she's like goes up on the battlefield and, and like crushes it. Right. So yeah. Um, Beautiful. Maybe I'll so, watch it again tonight. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like I love watching it when I'm on the treadmill or working out or something. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Definitely. So if you guys haven't watched it, make sure you go watch Wonder Woman. The first one is especially <laughs> spectacular. So, so, okay. The next question, of course, is, you know, what would you say is your superpower and how do you use it in your day-to-day -day life? So my superpower, and I've, I've actually recently come to recognize this and relate to this and it's the invisible woman. Mm. And the reason for that is that I have lupus and other autoimmune issues. I have been abused. I was abused for the first 25 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just things that I've gone through that you can't tell by looking at me, right? I have people that I know that maybe have scars on their body from trauma that they've been through, or maybe it's changed something about their physical appearance. And for me, that's not been the case. I, um, no one can tell by looking at me all the things that I experience on a daily basis and have experienced in my past. Yeah. So as the invisible woman, you are able to serve others as a superpower because you've been there and you've seen the, you've experienced trauma and you've experienced um, being unwell and all of those um, factors, um, even though, and, and you, although I would not say you're invisible at all, because I mean, girl, when I first met you, you, and, and yes, I understand where you're going with that and what you've said about, um, about how people don't know what you have experienced. They don't know your past. And then as you are beautiful and open it up and sharing about it, then it blows people away. But girl, you got style and class. And we were like, you know, we had our, our sparkly cups. And yes, we were girl. <laughs> and your well, shoes. I still have my big jewelry on today. Then and I wish girl. you could see my whole outfit, you know, because I'm all about that. But I love what you were saying about that because you know, there are a lot of women who feel invisible mm -hmm. and I don't feel invisible anymore. And I think that's the, that's the correlation with the invisible woman is that she sees everybody. Yes. And she has 
the things and goes to the rescue and, and does it in that, in that way. And I think that is a big reason why I relate to her is because other women don't think that I've been through what I've been through, but I can see it in them easily because I do know deeply. And so that creates an opportunity for me to give them the tools and to speak into their lives. And, you know, when I start speaking and telling my story, that's when the connection happens and their eyes are like, Oh wow. Like I would have never dreamed that that was your life. And, and, and I want to say too, just in getting to know you as well. And as people, you know, listen to you, have the opportunity to get you know, to know you better too. You know, the, the fact that you have overcome so much to be who you are today and that you have not let your past define you, but you have made the decision to step into who you're called to be on a much deeper level so that you can help others in huge ways, so that you can serve them, so that you can let them know that they're not alone with their traumas, with their sickness, with their stuff, but you're not letting that stop you from stepping, you know, loving them showing them there's a better, there's a different way. There's, um, they can be them, their best selves too. And that's another thing that's so fabulous about you. Thank you, babe. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I'm curious to have people to hear a little bit. Um, how did you get involved in working with women with trauma and abuse backgrounds? So I had to do a lot of work to heal my own self, right? Counseling, um, journaling, deep diving into the recesses of my heart and to the root, really getting to the root of why I was stuck in certain places of my life. And, you know, we don't want to do that right. up front, right? And so um, a few years ago, probably about eight years ago, um, it was actually my birthday and I was laying on the floor of my bedroom. This is pretty vulnerable and I'll just go ahead and share it with you guys. But I was laying on my stomach and I had my arms underneath me and I was sobbing. And I said, God, I'm not getting up from here until you touch me. I can't go on like this, right? I just had so much pain stuck in my body because I was Wonder Woman. I sucked it up, girl, and I put on a face and I, it got to the point where I couldn't even cry because I had hardened my heart to adversity to the point that, that I was now trapped. All of it was trapped inside of me. So I'm laying there and I said, God, you know, I'm not going to get up. I can't. And he said to me, feel what you feel. Mm. And I was like, yeah, no, that's, that's not the answer. That certainly wasn't God because no one, if I feel what I feel, it will crush me. Will mm, crush me. Right. And not only will it crush me, but I don't think I'll ever stop crying. I don't know how I will recover. If I allow myself to go to those places of pain, how will I ever recover from that? And I had, I had a job. I had four children, right? I had all of these responsibilities and so for me, I felt like, number one, I'm terrified to go to that place. Mm -hmm. And number two, I don't have time. I don't have time to feel. Right. And so as I laid there and continued this conversation and argument basically with the Lord, which is another 
you know, hilarious part of my personality. I'm a little bit stubborn. And so um, he said, I'm on the other side of mm. your pain. You won't stay there forever. Trust me. So I did. I had a big cry session. I cried for, I don't know how long, at least an hour. And it was one of those cries that you feel from the bottom of your gut as a woman, as a mom. Um, if you're a mom, you know that mother cry, that deep yeah. um, pain that you carry for your children when things don't go exactly the way you think they're going to go. And um, and the flashbacks and the PTSD and the remembering, I didn't want to do that. But yes. I leaned into God and I trusted him. Mm-hmm. And bit by bit, one day at a time, I've seen him ever since that day, um, allow me to take the next right step. And I say that frequently in my coaching and in my speaking is that, you know, I don't have to have it all figured out today. Mm-hmm. I can just, I can just trust God with the next step. And he's really taking me, taking me and taking me on a journey of healing like I never imagined possible. That is so beautiful. And thank you for sharing that with us because that is, that is deep and that is hard. And, and there may be somebody listening today who's been in that spot or is in that spot, just saying, God, you know, I need you to touch me. I'm not going to move. Well, here's your call. Here is your sign. You're not alone. This is you. There are other people. Angela has been where you've been. You know, I've experienced deep loss, deep trauma, losing a baby and a my, my mother, father-in-law, brother-in-law, like so much pain and loss and trauma and and then body being wrecked and and you dealing with the medical pieces that you're dealing with. And and what a beautiful gift to hear the God say, you know, feel what you feel is. And then then you had to decide to still feel what you feel. You yes, had to still, you had to allow yourself to go through that pain and that but then that I believe also that you with you saying, OK, fine, I surrender. I surrender yes, it's all to about this. the surrender. Yeah. Right. Yes. The, and I think nerd. we intuitively as women know that we need to feel things. Yeah. Right. When I when I would watch a movie and everyone in the room was crying except me, <laughs> it's like. This not. isn't normal, right? right. Like I, I'm probably a little too hard. I need to let the pendulum swing back to, you know, homeostasis. So, <laughs> so to speak in my emotions. So, yeah. Yes. No. And, and I, I love that. And I've been in that same place. You know, we, we've already can realize that you and I are so connected and there's times that I, I grew up with all boys, with brothers, with guys. And it was just like, I'm going to be tough. I'm going to be tougher than them. them. And then God had me marry a very gentle, sweet, like feeling husband. Right. Same girl. <laughs> I have five brothers and my husband is a chaplain. So they don't get any sweeter than right. a 27 year chaplain. <laughs> right. So, and then it's just like, Oh, it, this is what vulnerability, this is what sensitivity, this is what surrender to the spirit looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. and, you know, and how beautiful you're, the crying that you talk about. Um, so as a body worker, myself, massage therapist for 17 years, you, what you experience is a beautiful release. And it's actually in and of itself, that deep wailing, that crying, that, that is actually very healing for the body. And people go their whole lives being tough, like we've been there and not allowing them to our themselves to cry and stuff. And then disease sets up in the body. And that, Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's something that 
with my background, with what I've experienced with working with bodies for so many years. And I do visceral manipulation. So I work in the stomach where a lot of emotions are held in the organs, in the liver, mm -hmm. in the small intestines, the large intestines. And people will start weeping on my table and they'll be like, why am I crying? I don't understand why I'm crying. And then they'll like, say, but this memory came up or this, and it's a, this powerful, crazy, incredible experience. And so God allowed you to experience that release. And then, then you, but you still had to decide to take that next step, to continue yes. to trust him. It's a daily decision to, of surrender. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. Cause I can go back to negative places easily. Sure. If I stay too far away from the Lord, if I'm not, um, if I don't keep up with the habits that I know heal my heart yeah. and my mind. So, yeah. And I need to find one of those visceral manipulators, girl, because. <laughs> well, you know, amazing. <laughs> I do have people that fly me places to work on them. Just okay, say. Babe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you might have a house near Nashville and I go there sometimes to work on some people. Okay. So we'll have to, say. we'll have to connect that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, there, there's not a lot of that is one thing I do. And I do have people that, that send me and take me places because um, I do work that most other massage there. I'm not your average massage therapist. Oh, I know yeah. that. I knew that the first time I met you, girl. <laughs> right. And, and also I allow the Holy Spirit to move in and through me. That's my secret weapon. Yes, that literally, I, I that is I and, and I have the opportunity and the gift of laying on of hands and I don't take that lightly. And so yeah. when you incorporate um, some incredible mentors that I've had through massage with the um, power of the Holy Spirit, of course, you're going to have an incredible healing session on the table. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I have to do not. <laughs> um, but uh, so um, maybe maybe I'll come on your podcast and talk a little more about that. But <laughs> absolutely, yes, yes, yes. Um, but for now, I I would love people to hear. You know, you mentioned the Invisible Woman. You talked a little bit about that. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about her and? how you, you help with the invisible woman, help others. So the other part of my story is that lupus gripped me. Like mm -hmm. it just, well, it struck me first and then it wouldn't let go. Right. It was um, a really challenging time in my life. And I found myself in a chair on a couch in a bed and I even had a wheelchair in my car. Mm -hmm. And so again, I'm asking the Lord, you know, for healing and, and all of these things. And um, bit by bit, again, it wasn't something that happened all at one day, although I do believe that that can happen. I just like an instant um, healing, instant deliverance. I believe in all of that and have experienced that myself too. But I believe that what I went through with lupus, once I realized that lupus was a gift to me hmm. and walking around having, I remember um, standing in a grocery store and I had my children with me and I was looking around because I was in so much pain mm -hmm. and I was looking around at other women in the grocery store. And I was thinking to myself, is she hurting as much as I'm hurting? Wow. Like, is she going to go home and like barely be able to get her groceries put away and fall out in the bed at four o'clock in the afternoon and not be able to cook dinner for her family? Or, you know, like I was just thinking, why isn't anybody talking about this? Am I, am I that alone? And so for me, I try to, um, I try to notice people. 
I really try to see people. Hmm. And, and I'm grateful for that. The Lord took me on a healing journey and I use, um, you know, gut health supplements that have really hmm. changed my life. Honestly, I believe that I was suffering from leaky gut, which hmm. then triggered autoimmune disease in my body. And the Lord has given me the wisdom and the products and the opportunity to get my life back. I've been in remission from lupus for over three years mm-hmm. and it's incredible. I just thought I was going to get worse, but to mm-hmm. go from 14 prescription medications and carrying a wheelchair in my car to speaking, coaching and training thousands of women, it is just absolutely, it couldn't be anything but God. Mm-hmm. So I really tried to see other women. I also use my business and um, network marketing as a springboard to mm-hmm. connect with them. So my business isn't just for business purposes. It's for the opportunity to um, influence women and, and, and inspire them yes. because so many of them come and they don't think that it could happen for them. And they, there's all of these weights and, you know, they, they've been invisible in their lives too. And so it's just a beautiful thing. Um, I, I love the fact that it's body, mind and spirit. You're right. And that fabulous model of like, you know, in the body, there's things that we have to do to tend to our body. We live in a fallen world and there is illness and disease and things like that. So dealing with that physical body part, And then mindset, I coach a lot on (coughs) mindset and personal growth. Being a John Maxwell coach, speaker and trainer, you can't not be a leader when you finish that program. (laughs) If you, you know, you probably wouldn't go into it if you didn't want to be a leader, but I fell in love with leadership totally. Mm -hmm. And I recognized that it was my mind and that I had this mean girl up here, right? And she would bully me every day. And I would wake up and she would say, well, you failed this on your kids and you didn't do this for your husband and, and you're not doing this for your business and how dare you this and that, right? I could go on and on and on. And what I found was that 80% of the thoughts that we think every day are negative mm-hmm. and 95% of those thoughts are looping, right? Crazy. So if I, if I wake up, and I'm, and I'm being mean to myself before I, you know, especially the first 20 minutes of the day, which is when your mind is the most active. So in my search for healing from domestic violence, in my search for healing for my body, in my search for, um, for all of that, I found that I needed to rewire the neural pathways in my brain. I yes. needed to really take serious the scripture that says, take every thought captive and make it obedient to God. That make word is an action. And like you said, I had to choose that. Yep. I can let these thoughts continue to loop in my mind or I can make them obedient mm-hmm. to God. And so I love that with Fabulous, I'm able to give them really the steps that I took to do that. And um, so now I think as the invisible woman, you know, a lot of that is just people don't see it coming. And the only thing I can say is when you've been through that much trauma, abuse, illness, and all of those things, it's very hard to say lupus was a gift to me. 
It's not now. Wow. But yeah. it was very hard for me to say, well, this was a gift. Because the first time somebody said that to me, I said, no, it was not. It tried to kill me. Lupus was right. awful. Right. It took 14 years of my life. How dare you say lupus was a gift? Hmm. But now I understand that it was because it gave me a level of compassion. My favorite scripture in the Bible is we go through the suffering that we go through so that we can help anyone in yes. any suffering with yes. the same comfort that we received from Christ mm. when we were suffering. And I think that really defines me, babe. Like I, mm. I want to ease suffering. I want to comfort others. And I, I feel like when you have those full circle moments, when you've gone through something really hard, then you have the healing, then you, um, then you teach yourself different things, then you can give it back. It's that giving back girl. Like I am in love that I'm addicted to giving it back. Hmm. I love that. And I, I love your heart and I love how, and, and it's, you are so genuine. You know, that's the thing that I experienced from you right off the bat that you really truly do care about everybody you meet and you want to see them succeed to live in health and abundance too, and uh, which is beautiful. And I, I love how you talked about the mean girl mindset and that, you know, and then, but utilizing God's word, utilizing the scripture to speak and move out that mean girl mindset, right? To speak to yeah. it by taking every thought captive so that you don't have that looping 95% of the time that you start your day, you know, then that good thing to do is start your day with gratitudes, right? And positive yeah. affirmations and bi biblical prayer and what God says about that as well yeah. so that we have that looping. What if we had God's word looping 95% of the time? Amen, right? girl. And I, I'm telling you, I look at my life now and I think, you know, that, that next right step thing can feel a little daunting sometimes. Sure. But after the first year, I looked back and I went, wow, girl, you came far. Like, yes. I don't have to put that mean girl in time out near as much as I used to, right? I just, I used to say I need to kick the mean girl to the curb. But the reality is we all have an inner child that's very broken. And um, once I realized that that's, that's what the thoughts were. I say, okay, girlfriend, you got to go to the living room. I, yes. got, I got work to do. I can't, Move I can't listen out. to this right now. <laughs> Move on out. And, and then, and that's where, that's where it's beautiful to have coaching. That's where, that's where coaching, I think. Is that's really what I was just going to say is invest yes. in yourself, babe. If yes. you're hearing this podcast and this is relating to you or something about this has, has hit your heart and you know, we have intuition, you know, right now, you know that, you know, and you may not be willing or able at this moment to do something about it. But I, I implore you, you are worth it. Yes. Your life is worth it. Your children's lives are worth it. Invest in yourself, invest in your healing, go right. to whatever lengths that you need to go through to in order for that to happen. My journey has not been short. Right. I wish I could say do one, two, three, and everything's going to be fine. And it's simple. And nothing is like that that is real. Right. And, and yeah, go ahead, babe. 
No, I was just going to say, you know, that's, this is one of the reasons why I do what I do too and coach and, and serve people because my mother passed away two weeks after her 51st birthday because she didn't invest in herself. She didn't take care of herself. She, and, and so that's why I'm so passionate and, and why I love watching you and how you're taking what you've been through so that you can help others right now and that you can live your best life in serving others and, and being the servant leader that you are, um, which is so absolutely beautiful. And um, so I'm curious on that note to just say, you know, what do you, what do you think or how would you define a servant leader? So I feel like a servant leader is a leader that recognizes that it's not all about them, right? They don't wake up and lead because they need something from a team. They don't wake up and lead because they need something from a person. They have everything that they need in, in Christ. I, I personally would not follow a leader that isn't following Christ, right? That's just not right. an option for me. Um, and so they're grounded. They're doing the work in themselves and they have, they have a coach. They are, they're not ever stopping and being stale and letting things ride and just feeling like, well, I've got enough to make my business grow and I've got enough to, to make this happen. It's like, no, I, I don't want to rest as a leader until every woman has heard that she doesn't have to live the way that she's living. So really, I think that service piece can be very, um, can be used the wrong way, just like everything else, right? Everything that God means for good, the enemy can twist and pervert. And I think there's a lot of people in leadership that don't understand that Servant leadership is not about them at all in any way, shape, or form. And so I, I that's how I feel about that. I absolutely love that and adore that. And you are, like I said, a true servant leader. And um, man, I have more questions that I could ask. And I have, um, I just love and adore talking with you and would love to, um, I'll have to have you come back because there's so much more that we can. Yes. Let's do it again. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I am any day that I get to see you or talk to you is a good (laughs) day, babe. So thank you so much. I feel the same about you and I appreciate everyone that is here listening, that has been able to join us today and make sure you tune in next time when the next episode drops, because we want you to also have a fabulous life, Um, but follow Angela, check out her podcast as well. And of course we'll have her back again sometime soon, but again, thank you guys today and just go out with today. And um, next time think about this, you know, what's your superpower. Bye for now guys. Bye-bye.